Hey guys, welcome back to Celebrate the Struggle. I'm your host, Jennifer Hobbs, and you may recognize our guest if you're on here on YouTube watching the video. Del Sam, welcome back. Welcome back. How are you today? Thanks for having me again. I am swell. I'm going to try and keep my attention focused and not paying attention to anything and everything around me because so far today, my attention span has not been my greatest asset. But <laughs> If you guys did not check out uh, our show, la the show last week, Dell joined me uh, last week. You got to check it out. We had a great conversation about his journey. You know, he is an army veteran, uh, was in infantry, special forces, so much more. And now he is a mentor with the veteran treatment court. And so we had chatted about so many different things, so many prominent topics when we talked offline. And so I knew that this was going to be um, some great conversations to have, to put more enlightenment out there. And for those of you that feel like you're in the boat alone, you are not. And so Del, thanks again for being in here. You know, we had chatted last week about one of the things we wanted to move in and kind of make it its own topic is the the conversation of anger and how in veterans uh, with post-traumatic stress or potentially, you know, not potentially other people from trauma that have post-traumatic stress uh, experience um, anger. It comes out in the form of anger from for so many different reasons. Can you relate? Have you ever, ever? <laughs> I, like a, just a tiny bit of, of anger issues. Um, yeah, I can absolutely relate. Um, and it, it was, um, I, I'm going to start with a quick story actually, if you don't mind. Um, but I, I was talking to, um, one of my friends, uh, he was a, a colonel in the army and we were talking um, resiliency issues, uh, and specifically, we were talking about anger. And he had mentioned that um, anger um, was something that he really struggled with. And it, it's kind of interesting to see like a, a full bird colonel being vulnerable and talking about anger or something, right? Like, and so as a as a subordinate, it was kind of an interesting conversation. Um, but I I told him that you know, sir, it this makes um, makes a lot of sense to me that like when you played high school football you're rewarded for anger um by tackling hard by blocking by doing that stuff and so you get this um you know people are encouraging it uh and you get a positive um mental feedback for for your aggression um mm -hmm. and then you get in the military and the same thing happens um where you're rewarded for aggressive actions um and, you know, even things like obstacle courses or a bayonet course or something like that, you're reinforced for aggressive actions. And we do so much training that that reinforces that combatives and other things. Um, and then you, you know, you spend 30 years in the military. Um, and then you wonder why something that's worked so well for you overseas and other places, anger's worked really well for you. It's been a good tool for you. But then you come back. And it doesn't work with your wife and it doesn't work with your kids. <laughs> and you go, um, you know, this, but it's the good news is it's something that you've learned and you can learn other tools. Um, but right now, the only tool in your box really is anger. Um, and it's just been really highly encouraged for those um, 
kinds of situations and the training you've been through. Um, and so that's the that's the good news is if you're really struggling with anger, it's something that can be learned. It's a behavior. And so there's a lot of therapies out there that change behavior. Um, but it it does take a conscious effort. It does take a lot of work. Um, and I've gone through a lot of this stuff myself. And it's something that takes, um, you don't just get it after one session. You got to keep practicing it again and again. And again. Actually, I'm, it's, I'm glad you bring that to the surface, uh, you know, talking about how in certain environments, including the military, you're rewarded for that assertiveness, that aggression, and displaying those types of characteristics. And it reminds me of warrior reflexes, uh, the term that I've read about. I don't know if we mentioned it on the last call or whether I'm getting it confused with a speaking event I did last week, but warrior reflexes um, is a term that was used to describe in a struggle well thriving in the aftermath of trauma. And it basically uh, is those those ways that you were learned to respond in a combat situation or in a structured military situation. To, you come back and when you use them in the civilian environment, now suddenly they look like, to some people like PTSD, you know, and and it, it was always just something that was trained. Those warrior reflexes are no longer appropriate. That reminds me exactly of that. Yeah. So you on the last call, if, and again, if people didn't get a chance to to see that or hear that, you should go back and, and watch it because it's been quite a journey for Dell, even to the point that, you know, um, you spoke about being able to go to um, Lone, was it Lone Ranch? Ran Ranch of Hope. Ranch of Hope and and got so much from it. And then even then, six years later, found yourself in a situation where you got a domestic charge. Yes. And uh -huh. do I understand right that it was like anger, like that kind of, you go ahead yeah. and just her. So I went, I went through um, two deployments with special forces. Then I did a third deployment with the infantry. And when I came back, really had a lot of relationship struggles with my, with my ex. Um, and then... I went through a divorce in about 2011 uh, and the chaplain at that point in time, the chaplains noticed I was really, um, really struggling. And they were the ones that said, you know, you need to go to the, you need to get some help. You need to get um, kind of work on this. Uh, and so as much as you may think that you're keeping it inside or people don't notice, they definitely, they definitely notice. Um, and so they, they recommended a place called the ranch of hope um, for me. And it's just a, a retreat, and it was one on one with a um, with a counselor, and and it was a week long. And what was nice with that is that when you go through your normal therapy of one hour a week, um, when you're in crisis mode, it's not enough. It doesn't happen fast enough. So um, something happens big in your life, and you say, "Hey, I've got this crisis. Um, I need some therapy. Or I need some help." And you want it right now, you don't want it an hour a week where it takes them four or five weeks to kind of get to know you before mm -hmm. they can actually really, the counselors can actually really start working on things. Um, and so when you think of a, a one week intensive counseling, it's almost like eight months of therapy in one week. And it really kickstarts your therapy. So when you go through crisis, having a week long intensive is a really good thing 
to get to start getting you back in balance. And then you can transition to the weekly stuff. But I found that like for big life events, it's really hard to just call up a therapist and say, hey, I'd like to meet, you know, an hour a week when you're going through something big like a divorce or, um, mm -hmm. you know, any other major life event. Right. And so there's there's so many different life events there. But, um, you know, a family member passing away or something like that. Some of these things need a little bit more than just an hour a week. Um, and especially if you're not doing therapy at the time. Um, so if it's initial therapy, that would that'd be really tough to, to kind of jump into. Um, but I like I like doing something like the Ranch of Hope. Um, there's different types of retreats out there. Some retreats are kind of um, just a relaxation thing where you go out and maybe you do some yoga or horseback riding and you just kind of relax. Others are more counseling based. Um, and so both of them are good in their own way and they're both good at reducing some of those anger issues or kind of letting out some of the um letting out some of that stress that's kind of in the background um so and and kind of with that story where you said you know hey you went through a week-long intensive uh and then six years later you still managed to get arrested right um so it doesn't it's not permanent it doesn't last um the behavior changes you got to work on those things and then you got to keep maintaining yeah. that stuff or um i i found that kind of um just doing uh different types of therapy or different types of things throughout uh is enough to help keep me on the right track um and different people can can find help in different areas so these are just where i found help it's not necessarily the right answer for everyone out there listening right <laughs> it's just right. where i found help um and so um i also went after that um arrest in 2018 I did a lot of um a lot of therapy um and so involved with legal issues um it was a felony arrest and so um a lot of pressure a lot of anxiety involved with that um but I, I was also doing just a bunch of stuff um for myself at that point in time so a lot of individual therapy um, it's hard to say that you don't have issues when you've got an arrest out there, right? Like, so if you need a, a foot stomp clue that that you're struggling, an arrest is one of those things that say, hey, you really need to work on yourself. Um, I did a lot of individual stuff um, at that point in time. I took an anger management class at that time. Um, and so some of those documents I was using to turn into the courts. Um, but it was, it wasn't really for the court so much as it was, it was for me. Like I'm trying to figure yeah. out myself and anger issues. Um, and then I have, uh, recently in this past year, I also did the, um, the veterans affairs. They've got a, a program called strength at home, which is a 12 week program. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it, you don't have to have a domestic violence for but it's it's kind of a mixture between anger management and relationship um building um there are some people that have domestics in there um that they're taking it for the courts because the the training also counts for a court requirements um but you don't have to have um any kind of arrest to take it you just got to be a part of the va healthcare system and you can sign up for it and one of the things that i really like with their program is they were um they talk about the difference between being aggressive and passive and assertive. And assertive is kind of that area where 
um, that you want to be, right? And so we can be too angry. We can be not angry enough, all right? Too passive and mm -hmm. let people walk all over our boundaries. Um, uh, but trying to find that that um, area where we can talk about our emotions, we can be assertive about what we're feeling with people um, without getting into arguments and things like that. I, I found that that was, um, those are very, very helpful um, therapies to go through. But first of all, I'm I'm glad you told me about it. You know, for before we got on the call, um, Dell was telling me about this program, and I had not heard about Strength at Home. And I think that I can't wait to share it with other people because I didn't even know about it. And what an appropriate thing, like you said, like it's not just for people who, you know, have any sort of charges against them, or even people that think like that I have these huge anger issues, like deep down, like a lot of us are experiencing anger and it does end up affecting parenting and family relationships. And you said something else right before this call, which was just such a profound statement. So true. And so accurate for myself and so many that it's so easy to sit there and connect with other people. It looks like that on the outside. And then when it comes to those more intimate relationships in your life. And I don't mean just intimate by spouse, but you know, those, those closer relationships, that's when it gets a little bit more challenging to um, communicate and just be able to fit, be vulnerable or, or see things for what they are and then know what to do with them. And yeah. then another thing yeah. you had, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm all over the place. I've, get so excited but you had said that the strength at home you know they teach you how to be assertive and it was just this word that popped in making me think of the stuff that I have have read on anger and it talks about like getting like assertiveness training and you know I got to be honest with you when you first see that word assertive it doesn't seem like this positive word for people struggling with anger and then when you start to really think about it and what assertive is as opposed to aggressive, like there's a, there's a, dis, there's a distinction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are the things that I think that therapy really helps point out. Right. And those are things that I learned um, and kind of, you know, helping me rethink or reframe some of the things I think about like, Hey, am I, am I being aggressive or am I being assertive um, or am I being passive? Right. And, and so those challenges are are kind of interesting to work through that stuff. Um, the other thing that I really um, <laughs> kind of, uh, well, especially when we talk about anger, like counselors would say, hey, how are you feeling? And for me, there's maybe like three or four crayons in the box, right? Uh, so I'm happy, I'm tired, I'm in pain, or I'm angry. Um, <laughs> you know, those are my, that's my whole spectrum of feelings. Um, and so apparently there's a lot more out there right and so hey are you um you know are you just like a little bit mad are you like all the way over on the scale of like red line you know um and so using the right feeling words and stuff like that those are things that kind of um you know I had to and I still have to work on those things like you know using better words to describe some of your feelings um versus um, kind of these all or nothing things, right? I'm either happy or I'm angry and <laughs> there's no in between, right? Um, and I also know for me, like 
and and this applies to a lot of people um when i'm in pain i'm a lot more likely to snap at people or be angry um and i'm almost constantly in pain uh and so we <clears throat> right now this is uh this is a fun time of year for me um when it gets cold my back starts to act up and so i know this comes every year um and these are things from carrying a rucksack around in the military, right? Parachuting out of planes, things like that. So military service um, transitions into some chronic pain issues for veterans. And then these chronic pain things cause, um, lead to anger outbursts or things like that. Yes. Um, so they, that they emotions. And then sleep deprivation. Uh, yet another thing, you know, when, yeah. You had also, we had chatted about the other VA program, which I am aware of, um, even though I didn't know the strength at home, but the MOVE program, the VA offers uh, a program where it focuses on like the the human as a entire being, all, and the whole health, the whole human being. And we've chatted last time, you know, about how so many struggle with, uh, sleeping issues, but yet again, another thing that will bring on so much anger. I was just talking to a battle buddy this morning who, um, this is the time of year. First of all, like since we've returned, he struggles with congestion, uh, and isn't just getting into, um, environmental hazards at the VA to be assessed there to see that, but this is the time of year where it flares up even more. So that's taking, you know, that's taking his spoons from him, taking from his uh, crayons, taking from his, if you want to call it a cram box to, um, although I know you use that to describe emotions, but takes from him. And then on top of that, I know he is an insomniac and gets between two and three hours of sleep when he gets hurts asleep. So then you fall into that space of like, what are you going to get? He and I have chatted about, you know, like, who are you going to get today? Are you going to get Santa or are you going to get Stalin, right? If I'm running on no sleep and I'm inflamed and you're complaining to me about something that is, that seems stupid to me, like, you know, not stupid, but like completely minimal. Yeah. You might right. get, you might get Stalin for the day, you know? Right. So, and I think that those are, those are um, like those good feeling words where you say, are you irritated, right? Like a little bit angry or are you angry? And so, but in the past, like, you know, I kind of like you flash to anger and you go, you know, Hey, this is something that's small. It, it doesn't require, you know, you can, you can be irritated. You don't need to be angry. <laughs> um, but I, I know that I certainly um, have in the past, like kind of struggled with expressing some of those feelings. Um, and so, you know, hey, how how are you doing on your scales there as far as like what what scale of anger are you? What scale of depression are you? You know, um, and even things like what scale of happy are you? Are you really ecstatic or are you just like, you know, a slight smile today, right? Um, and there's not really right or wrong answers, but I, I have found that like when I when I found that I had anger issues, then it kind of helped highlight that I have um Kind of emotional issues right like with expressing my emotions um but anger is the one that kind of pops up and it red flags to everyone around um and they they notice those things um that's the one that they kind of say hey you overreact to this or um you know you you didn't respond appropriately um and so for me like <clears throat> when i 
I talked about going through the sleep stuff, but when I went through the sleep stuff and kind of figured out how to sleep, then I started working on myself um, and PTSD. And then that kind of naturally led into um, talking about feelings and emotions as I worked on myself, mm-hmm. which then translated into now, how do I express some of these emotions and feelings to other people, the people that I'm close to, the people that I don't communicate to, um, and so, like, as we said, you know, it's easy for me to talk to my boss or other people I work with. Um, you know, I'm happy. I'm able to communicate with them, but I keep them at a distance. Right. And so you're not really letting them in. Um, and for me, that, that was much harder to, um, as I say to people, like, I can communicate to everyone except for my wife. Right. Like the one person I'm supposed to communicate with is the one that I find the toughest to actually um, really communicate um and i think one of the things that i that really (laughs) um one of my things that i kind of learned from going through that strength at home program was uh, they'll tell you like hey if you're really angry like take a time out right you've probably heard that Mm -hmm. okay um for me it's kind of the opposite um which is i need to take a time in and actually talk to my wife for like five to ten minutes um and so this is how silly some of my my thoughts are but um but I, I had explained to her like, hey, I'm going to try this thing with you. Uh, we'll do a time in. Um, we're going to talk for 10 minutes and then that's it. That's that's all you get. Because um, if I left it up to her, we'd be talking for eight hours and I can't, yeah, I can't handle that. And so I was like, okay, we'll try this like 10 minute thing. And so we do the time in and try to like share something about, I don't know, just kind of dig in a little bit more. Um, and And I found it very hard to do. Um, and then there was times where like at five minutes, I'm like, okay, I, I got to tap out, um, you know, that's, that's enough questions. And, and for me, it was, um, and I think maybe for a lot of veterans, it's, it may be like this, maybe for, like this for civilians, but, um, I don't like a lot of questions. And mm-hmm. so when my wife starts asking me a lot of questions about what you're doing and where you're at, I kind of, and I don't know if this is a security vibe from the military, like, you know, if I was overseas and a, a, an Afghan person walked up and started asking questions, I would throw up walls immediately, right? Like, you know, why are they asking us questions? What are they trying to get at? And you're trying to see that angle, right? And so um, when my wife is asking questions like, you know, hey, where'd you go today? Like a simple question like that can throw up a big wall when it doesn't need to be there, right? Maybe she was really just asking me like what I was doing that day. Right. Um, but to me, sometimes I I over I tend to overreact by putting up um these walls. And that that's kind of tied with the anger. Um it, it may be some distrust or um maybe it's just me. I don't know. I you know, either and the, the true answer is I don't really need to know what causes it. I just need to know that it's there and start lowering that wall. And saying, okay, I'm going to give you 10 minutes to ask questions, <laughs> right? And I'm going to try not to throw up a wall. Um, and I'm going to try to make some deliberate time uh, to communicate with you. Uh, and for me, that's that's still a work in progress. Like it it takes, um, I, I don't know why, but it takes some effort on my part to really try to connect with, with her. Mm-hmm. So that's a... Yeah, another really great perspective there where you say, like, I don't exactly need to know where it comes from. I just need to know what to do with it. Like, you know, just the tools and that we we have 
similar. Um, my husband and I are similar in the sense that like, sometimes like the questions, the, the stimulation, I, I, that's what I always have been able to identify, uh, it most of the time, like the overstimulation, like, Whoa, I'm trying to remember where I was going from one side of the house to the other. Whoa, <laughs> actually he'll laugh at even when it comes to any sort of decision-making, right? Like where do you want to eat from the smallest things of where you want to eat? Or like, um, I had said like, Hey, I have this thing going on in March and like, I need to make sure that like you get the kids to school early instead of me taking them. And he was like, are you asking me what I'm doing in 2026? And I'm like, <laughs> calm it down, calm it down. So it's just, again, it's just so much. It can be so overstimulating. And I like that you bring attention to the fact that like, we don't have to, re- we don't have to sit here and stress about why it's just now what tools do we use to right. adjust to the situation? Well, and, and I think having uh, the right time and place for it is, is helpful. Yeah. Um, and so even setting, so in that example, there, like setting boundaries, like, Hey, we're going to try to talk for 10 minutes. Um, and it may sound like, again, it sounds ridiculous. Like, Oh, Hey, you have to set 10 minutes to talk to your wife. It is ridiculous. But, um, previous to that, we weren't really having any meaningful conversations. So 10 minutes is a giant leap forward. Um, kind of when you're just living life and, you know, um, going to work, doing Netflix, you know, hanging out with the kids, doing all this stuff, but you're never really talking. And to to set aside 10 minutes was kind of a, a giant leap forward. Um, and so like right now, what I'm doing is I'm doing some, <laughs> doing some therapy, um, some individual therapy. And so as I came out of that PTSD stuff, I started getting ready to work on, on others now I'm still doing, uh, I call it couples therapy, um, but it's just me in there. And so <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out how I connect with my significant other. Um, uh, but I'm talking to a therapist about, you know, how I'm trying some of this stuff or how, I'm, you know, what, what works. Um, because I know that anger doesn't work, right? And so a felony arrest will tell you, hey, that doesn't work. Um, I don't always know the right answer. Um, and I'm willing to try some of these things. And, and so what I think is is good for other veterans to kind of hear is, again, you know, if you want to work on couples therapy, you can you can do it with your partner or you can even just try working on yourself. Um, and then your your partner will um, see changes in you and hopefully they will come along for the journey. Um, but you, you can't really control them so you can control yourself. And so that's the that's where I look at the the therapy. Hey, you know. Um, I'll try working on some of these things myself and I will go forward and see what, what my, um, try to learn what my issues are with what my anger things are, the, how they come out. Um, to be quite honest, the therapist talked to me and said that she didn't, um, when she found out as a veteran, she's like, well, I'm not really sure, you know, like I don't do PTSD. Um, and, and I kind of like talked her down on like, well, you know, I'm not here to talk to you about like the like combat stuff or things like that I just want to talk about relationship stuff and so um she specializes in like the couples she does relationship stuff yeah and so when I when I called her up and said I was a veteran like I even from the therapist sometimes you get some pushback like 
Um, and that's not always, you know, it's not always fair, right? Um, to feel like they're already judging you, like, oh, you might be a handful. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, not it. You're a therapist. <laughs> like, on this one. Pass, pass the phone. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so it took a little bit of convincing, like, oh, no, you know, like, but even when I talk to her, like, I still kind of bring up. Um, there's sometimes where that stuff does affect. And so you do talk about some of the military service, um, but really like just looking forward and saying, okay, what's the relationship stuff? How do I handle these emotions and how do I let them out? And that's really the the topic that I cover right now with, with her is the, um, you know, just, just those emotions and kind of going through it. And it's, again, it's oddly um, similar to some of that stuff with the strength at home. Like, are you being aggressive or are you being assertive? Or are you being passive? And I know that a lot of people um, let things out in different ways and and plenty like plenty of people are passive aggressive, right? And so they they don't have to you don't have to be angry and throw things or you know be aggressive to have an anger issue. You can actually be fairly calm um, and just be kind of miserable and spiteful um, or vengeful on things and and kind of let stuff out that way so those anger issues i think those are pretty um those are fairly common with a lot of veterans not knowing who to connect with and so again veterans like to isolate a lot and so having pro-social activities where you can get out and connect with people helps reduce down some of those um anger issues that you may feel on the inside or depression issues depression can be another big one um, so I, I use anger because that's the one that I <laughs> that I connect with, but it could be depression too. Um, and so any of those kind of major emotions um, that you're really struggling with, doing pro-social activities is going to help you connect. And then just working on how you express those emotions to connect with other people. Right. You you can't sit there. You can't isolate and practice those skills you have to put yourself into the those situations to be able to um you know use those things that you're learning in education one of my favorite uh strategies to teach students that a speech therapist taught me about four years ago was to teach students about the think bubble and the talk bubble and I think that comes into play for all of us. But again, like a, a very useful tool for people that need to focus on using those tools to be able to respond and not react. So to think first and like some things just need to stay as the think bubble and then decide yeah. what is appropriate to be the talk bubble. Yeah, uh, that's that's super funny you kind of say that. So I know like with my wife, um, when I send her something, um, if I send her a text or something, like if I've got a big question, I know that the first thing out of her mouth is not the right answer, right? And so she needs like three days to process some of these like bigger things that I kind of drop on her. But every time I drop kind of that bombshell question on her, She's always going to give immediate feedback, but I also know that like, and so um, kind of learning how to interact with your spouse um, or a significant other or family is also important, right? And so, you know, hey, where do you want to go on vacation? Well, you know, they may, their first response is probably not where you're going to end up going, right? And they may be like, oh, you haven't taken me on vacation anywhere or, you know, <clears throat> um, 
or they may say something like, "Wait, hey, where do you want to go? Um, but it, it's, it's a timing thing, right? And so to talk through some of these things requires the right time um, and place. And so, hey, how do you, how do you share some of those feelings? Um, and, and so um, where do you want to go on vacation is kind of a, um, an mm -hmm. emotion question, but it's not, you're not actually saying the emotions, right? Um, hey, I would like to spend some time with you and connect with you better, right? So I don't want to say that, right? Like, hey, look, where do we want to go? Very good. <laughs> uh, so um, there's a piece in there where you're trying to you're trying to actually connect when you say something like that, and it could be anything, even as simple as dinner, right? Like, hey, where do we want to go out for dinner? Um, and those those are the tough questions for me, right? So what do you want to eat is different than hey, I would want to go out on a date with you for dinner. <laughs> um, they, they both involve eating, but there's uh, different um, connections in there. And so for me, it was just, you know, how do you um, try to connect better? And what you, you know, setting aside a time and a place. And so for me, it just started with some of those time ends. Uh, and I'm certainly not saying that I'm perfect at this stuff yet. It's uh, it's still that work in progress, but it it's, these are the tools that I've tried using that seem to help um, and work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to tell people real quick before we wrap it up, when it comes to the strength at home program that you said you're going through, that's available through the VA, um, just a couple of questions. Number one, is it available only for, uh, actually I already know the answer to that. I, but do you know of any resources available to the families of veterans that will help to like educate the whole family on, um, the effects of trauma. I mean, yeah, or is that's it such a great question. And we, and I've seen this. So strength at home is just for the veteran. Um, but there's plenty of the VA is slowly starting to lean more towards caregiver stuff. Um, and, and I think that there's some smart answers in that area. Um, I do this, uh, we do a veterans art therapy group for the, on Monday nights. Um, and in that group, I let the spouses come along uh, and I just partnered up with one of the um, art therapy businesses here in town. And so they run Bloomington, it. Illinois, right? What's that? Bloomington, in Illinois? Yes. Yes. I just want to make sure that everyone who is local to Bloomington, Illinois knows that yeah. it's available. So that's through Creative Healing Art Therapy. And so they run that program. But what what's really important with that is as... As the veterans are sitting around doing this art therapy, they're talking and their spouses are listening in and hearing these stories. And so um, this is actually one of the, the group stuff is one of the most powerful things where um, I've had, I think, three or four of the couples say they're now doing couples therapy because the art therapy um, group, then they got into more individual stuff. And so... I kind of laugh about it now, but I call I call, call art therapy um, the gateway therapy, uh, uh -huh. and so <laughs> for the veterans, right, um, therapy can be kind of scary, um, but something fun like art therapy, um, equine therapy, stuff like that. Those are um, yeah. great ways to get into it, and then once you're out there with your partner, then you're more likely to say, okay, now we can sit down with a one on one with the therapist and do do more. Um, but it's easy to do it with a group with other people around where you're not not as worried 
Um, because again, everybody's got that public face, right? And so, hey, what I'm gonna do in public is not not necessarily the same as me sitting down one-on-one -on -one with my spouse talking. Mm -hmm. Um, but it gets um the art therapy was a great way to get to um more of the relationship stuff. Yeah, and I, several I, of the veterans said that they they were doing that. I I can only imagine it's actually a gateway therapy. You should probably patent that because that <laughs> is it's very witty and I'm sure so true. Um, so for veterans that have not heard of the strength at home program or taken advantage of it, I just kind of wanted to give them a glimpse of what that looks like. Cause I know for myself, I'm, I was asking, you know, is it like a do it yourself? Do you plug in? So will you kind of yeah. a brief lowdown as to what that looks like and how long and whatnot? The strength at home was 12 weeks long. Um, so I took it last year's, um, it was about February timeframe, like February through April is when I did, I think. Um, so it's 12 weeks. It was on zoom. Um, and there's a little bit of homework um, in between where they're asking you kind of to talk about your feelings or um, but you've got a whole week to um, think through that stuff, to connect, to try it out. Um, and so I found that it was a it's a pretty good pace um, and pretty helpful. Uh, and you said and it so, was a group, right? Right. It was a group. Um, our group was is, was led by um, therapists out of Danville, the VA Danville. Um, and so, yeah, um, the whole group, we had four people start and four people finish. So everybody made it through all 12 sessions. Um, it's not always easy. Um, there, there's definitely stuff to it, but, but it's fairly easy. It's user-friendly to do at home or to do at work. Um, so I just signed up. I was doing it on like my lunch breaks. And mm -hmm. so they they set up the time um, the VA does. So they'll say, okay, here's our next session when it starts and they've got a time. And if you can make that time, then that's awesome. Um, but you're not doing it in person. It was on it was on Zoom. And so that made it pretty easy. Yep. And then they they send you your workbook to work through is just like with the move program, right? Which mm -hmm. so again helps you to um have something in stone right in front of you so you know just what to be doing and brainstorming yeah. through the week love yeah. it well yeah. Del, thanks again for joining me uh, again today is there anything that you wanted to touch on before well besides you need to get busy working on the patent on gateway therapy <laughs> that's her <term> there <laughs> it's it's uh um now, I, I just would say, you know, to the veterans out there that are listening, um, you know, take that chance, try the therapy. Um, you know, their emotions, their feelings, they're painful sometimes, but they it's not going to kill you, right? Um, it, you may go through a box of Kleenexes or whatever, um, but working through those anger issues and stuff like that, reducing it down helps. It, it makes a difference in your life. Um, I've definitely noticed a difference as, as, as you start getting more and more stable, right? So you have less impulsive emotions, um, and you, you kind of work through these things and you get more stable with other people around you. Um, it, you're going to have benefits in your life. And so I'd say start somewhere, whether it's a week long therapy at a retreat or it's hourly therapy or something like strength at home, there's so many different ways that you can start but just try something you know 
And if you don't feel comfortable doing it on your own, then grab a battle buddy and say, hey, you know, um, you were in my platoon or you were in my squad. You know, let's um, do you want to try this together? Um, and it's it's the same thing as having a workout buddy. Right. Um, right. You can have a group or something like that and connect. Um, and those that's where that's where you're going to find a lot of that healing. And you'll get you can get through that anger stuff. It's not a permanent um it doesn't have to be that way your whole life it is is something that you can train and learn and get through mm-hmm. yeah. i'm i'm so glad you wrapped it up right there with saying like you know hey take a battle buddy like if you i know for myself like it, it makes me think of if you are, are you know are out there and you're a veteran yourself and and you may not necessarily feel like you struggle with anger, but you know, well, you know that you're really good battle buddy who you love and care about so much that their anger is affecting different areas of their life, not to mention their health, you know, put yourself in that position to say, Hey, would you do this with me? I feel like I need this. And, you know, be that, be that person that walks in front of them up the mountain so that they'll follow you. Yep. That was great advice. Well, as we all walk away from today, I hope we will all continue to think about our thought bubble and our talk bubble. You're going to remember that now, Del. Right. And <laughs> I can only imagine that uh, we'll be seeing you on here again. Um, our conversations are enlightening for me as I continue to learn more that I can share with people I know already finding out about the strength at home, which I will put in the show notes here. And uh, we will see you in the future upon our next conversation. All right. Well, thank you for having me on and uh, have a great day. You too. And have happy holidays. (laughs) Absolutely.